You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 24 of the People's Podcast. Hey, y'all. This is your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle. Good evening, good day, good morning. I'm here with my friends. Hey, y'all. It's Miss Amber Nicole. It's your boy, HJ, on the mic. <laughs> and we're here for another episode of the People's Podcast. This is week number 24. So thank you all for tuning in for 24 weeks. Thank you for tuning in for your first week, your 12th week, your fourth week, whatever. However long you've been listening to us, we are appreciative of it. Of course, we're recording from the one and only 15 minutes of fame studio. Shout out to Uncle Ra. Hey, Uncle Ra. And with every episode of the People's Podcast, we start off with happy hour. However, um, at this current happy hour, I am the only one with an alcoholic beverage. That's crazy. Yeah, I ain't even pour me a drink. Nothing. You said you didn't want nothing. No, nah, you're right. I'm not drinking. I'm, I'm going to get you a cup. Don't nah, even worry about it. I'm good. Nah, <clears throat> I'm going to get her a cup. Um, Joe is sober for the next 90 days. So 86, he's right, Joe? With his caffeine. 86? Oh, yeah, 86. Okay. We, we don't applaud for that? Yes. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> so shout out to Joe for um that he is doing a detox. <coughs> Excuse me. Dad. But Did um, you wake up in jail or something and said I can't do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain it during my happy hour. Yeah, so I guess I'll be the only one toasting this evening. I do my have friends coffee will in my hand though. Put up their oh, there we go. There's the bottle, there's the Dunkin' Donut. I mean, there's the coffee. Right. (laughs) We'll say cheers to happy hour. Who would like to start this week? I mean, I could start. What's good, y'all? Um, so this week, well, last week, you know, I told y'all about my week. Mm -hmm. And um, like I told y'all, I wanted to start something new because you know, um, beginning of the year, new journey, whatever. So another thing that I said that I was gonna do was um do a detox, a 90-day detox on a couple things. And then like we said a couple weeks ago and incorporate new things into my way of thinking, Mm -hmm. my way of being. Um, And I picked 90 days because um, sometimes for some people that may seem seem like it's long, but you can get a lot done in 90 days. Facts. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, it's something new. Um, Other than that, I've been chilling. I mean, my hardest day was today because it was like, oh, I was like, damn, I'm chilling with my friends. We have yeah, a pre-production. always hard. <laughs> and doing all that stuff. So, I mean, but nonetheless, we got work done. I mean, uh, it just felt good. Like, I'm tapping into some energies that, I mean, I probably didn't have or thought that I didn't have. So, I'm just mm-hmm. tapping into some new stuff. So, that's about it. That's dope. That's good. Kudos I'm really proud you, of friend. you. Like, that's a really big commitment. Um Kudos to you for not drinking throughout pre-production today, even though the temptation may have been there. Um, And I wish you luck for the next 86 days days of this journey of yours. Absolutely. Amber, what's been going on with you? Appreciate y'all. Ooh, Chile. My life is a movie, Mm. and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But it's exciting nonetheless. I'm, I'm... happy and content 
with mm. my movie-like life. Um, every day there's a new adventure or addition to the script. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine. Um, today I did not go into the office because I was honestly not feeling well this this morning. Um, so I decided to take a sick day. And I did absolutely nothing today. That's good. <laughs> and I have mad shit to do that I probably should have done. <laughs> but that's fine also. Um, tomorrow is Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Hopefully it doesn't rain too much. Um, other than that, you know, as always, I'm happy to be here on another Thursday with my homies and my my guy over here, Uncle Ra. Rolling with the homies. Rolling with the homies. (laughs) (laughs) It's always fun coming here on Thursdays. You guys should join us one day. We have some good news, big news for People's Podcast coming later on in the show. Stay tuned. After happy hour, um, there is a big announcement coming. Um, You guys will like it. I know you'll like it. Um... So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Asia? Word, 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 word. Uh, my week so far has been fine. I mean, it's been a week of, like, work. So, you know how what that entails for me. I work from 8 to 4, and then I go work some more from, like, 4 to 9, 4 to 7, 4 to 8, something like that. So that's what I've been doing every day except today. I actually stayed home today as well. Um, because today was a day that I was just like, uh, yeah, nah. So I kindly sent that text message and put my away message on and was like, yes, I will be unavailable via email and via phone. I will see you all tomorrow. So that was good. Um, last weekend was cool. I did some yard work on Saturday and then I, I think I did. I hang out with y'all Saturday night. No, you probably you hand you hung out with um Amber Saturday night. I was with Amber. Where we went? Y'all went somewhere. Y'all was supposed to go to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We was we was we was in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We We did absolutely nothing. Actually, we ain't really doing nothing. Saturday was actually really like interesting. No, that was Sunday. That was Sunday. So Sunday. Sorry. Sunday, all right, so Sunday started off with a birthday brunch for me. Happy 31st birthday to my girl, May. Um, We did a nice Sunday brunch at a local Jersey City bar, and it was a good time. Nice two-step. From that point on, I went to the House of Amb and um, (laughs) got my life. Yes, always a good time in the House of Amb. Uh, Got my life, and then we proceeded to the city of downtown Newark, to the Prudential Center, so that we can partake in the festivities of the Millennium Tour. Okay, so we went to see, what was it, Changi, Bobby Valentino, Mario, Lloyd, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, Pretty Ricky uh, Ashanti, Ashanti and Jabu, Yin Yang yes. Twins, and none other than the boys of the new millennium yes. themselves, B2K. And we we received our entire lives in one evening. I'm, when I tell you that show started at 7.30 on, on the, the dots, and we was out there. We was out there by like 11.30. Right. It, was it was a straight show. It was a four-hour concert. Like, <laughs> it was a straight show. But when I tell you every 
woman in Hudson, Essex, and Union County got their life and showed up to the Prudential Center on Sunday night. It was not an empty seat up yep. in that. Yo, the Prudential was on tilt. Right. Not even packed. It was on tilt. Like, I've never so seen lit. so many people in there at, the, at one time. And I've right. been to plenty of events at the Prudential. Never have I seen every seat filled like that. Um, It was a really good time. I sung and danced the whole time. I think I put my shoes off shoes on and took them off like 18 times <laughs> um it was a really good time i really enjoyed seeing p2k so that was really the highlight yes. of my week um was, was there any tour. young young people there like younger I, than i think it was honestly 27 and up okay yeah it was, it was our time to shine mm-hmm. yeah or the new millennium people right i don't think through. they were there i honestly think it was us aunties yeah uh pre-aunties you know 27 and up mm-hmm. who were who were ready to you know i i ain't gonna say i'm an auntie just yet i got a few more months but you know that arena was on fire yeah even with lloyd announcing nipsey right mm-hmm. at the end of his performance mm-hmm. the whole energy went down to zero mm-hmm. people in there crying it really screaming but then it's like it was the concert was just so lit that you would think that that never even happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was. A I good just time. forget that BQ, B2K <laughs> and them were a kid group. Yeah. yeah. But they're older now. Yeah. So it's like, like and that was one thing we were talking about, like yeah. listening to Lil Fizz rap about holding hands and like, <laughs> you know, coming to the mall and right. stuff like that, you know, is he and may have a been whole, a little embarrassed. Right. You could tell he was like, I yeah. can't believe I'm rapping. Right. Or I can't believe I'm doing these dance moves <laughs> right. right now. But and they the same dance moves. Like same I remember one. those dance moves. Raz B was hitting every move, though. I must what? say, he had what's, no what's choice. What's the love song they had? Uh, I, Baby, I that's it. the reason why yes. I love you. Fire. I love You're that. my heart, <laughs> girl. And with all the crazy things that I do, you're still here, girl. <laughs> I was about to keep going. Me too. Know? I said we can, we can end it. Welcome to the people's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my life because I saw my baby Mario for okay. the first time since 2002. Mm-hmm. And I just was about to literally pass out. Like I was like hyperventilating. Let's not, yo, Amber made a shirt. So she made a shirt for herself and she made a shirt for me. So Amber had all these Mario songs on her <laughs> shirt, right? And glitter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she had all these Mario songs on her shirt and glitter. And she wrote, um, she made a shirt for me that had the lyrics to uh, one of my favorite B2K songs, Boys for Life. And she put that joint in glitter and under it had Boys for Life and Red. And we was out there. First of all, lit. Amber had on a jumpsuit, like overalls, yep. with the high, the, the real ultra high top Air Force one. Yes, and I had a full army fatigue outfit yep. on, jacket, <laughs> bottom. I had a green patent leather boot on. You couldn't tell me nothing. It was lit in there. Girls was really in there looking like jerseys with the jerseys on, the velour sweatsuits, <laughs> the the bandanas. It yes. was really an exciting. Name to, the name belts. Yes, it was really exciting to have that blast from the past and yes. go back to the seventh and the eighth grade. So oh my God. It was fun. Oh man, I want to do it. You know Me too. I want to do it again. Like I just want to do it every day. Baltimore that I was we might at. have to make that move. I seriously. Think, and I, I want to do the meet and greet. Yeah. Um yeah, I definitely want to do the meet and greet. So I don't know. I'm thinking about driving out to Baltimore. 
We'll have to see. But Man. yeah, that was that. That was Driving that's out to where Baltimore. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get to Baltimore. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's it for happy hour. Yes. Um, we're gonna move into a segment that we usually call the shits, but we have come up with an official name for Our this segment. Yay! This segment will now be called the socials. Yes. So. The reason why we'll call it the socials is because a lot of the news that we report here, we find on social media. True. So (laughs) this is what, you know, our weekly dose of what shit we find on social media that we want to talk about. So um, usually I'll be real with y'all. We usually have a notepad full of like the details of the things that we're going to talk about. But that does not exist today. Yeah. So. Today a little different. Yeah, this today's a little different. Um, however, we do have things that we want to talk about. And I think we'll start with the biggest story. I mean, first sure. things first, Amber mentioned earlier, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He was killed, fatally shot outside of his store in southern Los Angeles on last Sunday. And he was, you know, reported dead. They tried to revive him. They pronounced him dead at the hospital. Mm -hmm. Um, He passed away due to the hands of one called Eric Holder. Um, And, you know, a lot of different things came out about it being, you know, gang related. This this, and that conspiracies, whatever. But we don't want to get into that. What we really want to say that, you know, we just lost the life of of a man who has done so many prolific things for the community in his short life. And, you know, he was a father. He was someone's man. He belonged to someone. He had a family. And in his 33 years of living, he lost his life. So you can only imagine what the loss, how much it is affecting the people who love him, not just us in the music community. You know, what's so crazy. Um, Let's be honest. I was one of the people that posted about him, rest in peace, and and it like I didn't, I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his music. I didn't know anything like take that. a listen, shit fire. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I already did that. I mean, mm-hmm. just like everything. Um, before you do, I'm gonna post something on my social media. I'm gonna do my research on where mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw it. I was like, dang, he seems like he was influential in this society. And then I went in and I was like, post, posted it, rest in peace. And then I listened to his music right after and had a conversation with a couple people about, um, like, it's so freaking sad at the fact that his music, to my knowledge, Mm -hmm. wasn't exposed as much as I thought it was. I mean, it could have been exposed and I probably just was oblivious to it. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact, like, he was talking about some good shit. Sure. He wasn't. I mean, Grant, he probably was talking about it. I probably couldn't find talking about effing bitches and doing all this stuff. But what I the the top five songs that I listened to, um, the one that I could really think of the most was something called Dedication. Mm. And it was like, damn it. That's a dream with Kendrick. That was that was real that was a really good song. Yeah, man. That Victory was Lab really, was and, and, and like it was it was like unparalleled. sad at the fact that his this good music wasn't exposed it's not getting any highlights until after he died not just the, not even just the music even the great things he's been doing in the community but that's what I'm haven't saying. been 
brought to the forefront until after he's right. unfortunately like, gone so from freaking, us. It's just so unfortunate that all of this stuff is happening after the fact. Absolutely. Like, but but these people that are like talking about fucking bitches and and shooting their enemies doing drugs and, and doing all drugs shit, yeah. and all this other stuff. This man talked about how he elevated it, how he got to being so successful in a tasteful manner. Mm-hmm. Yes, he may have used a bitch one or two times, but he didn't say, he didn't call nobody out their name. Like He didn't say anything like that. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. if that has happened, but what I listened to was someone that was articulating himself in a way that he didn't have to put anyone down. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what he was about, uplifting others. And I'm like, yo, that was so Well, bad. not even just others. I take that back, uplifting his own. Yes. Right? And, and and then that brings me back to something as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be long-winded as, um, with this, but it's so sad. Like, people wonder why... Um, when you become so successful, black people usually say it. Why mm-hmm. you don't come? They don't come back to the. Um, they don't come back to the town that they lived in. Sure. Like this man came back to the town that he lived in, and you see what happened to him. <laughs> and you, then, and then the story of why he was actually at the store that day. Did you hear? No, I didn't. He hear. was at the store that day because his boy just got out of jail, and he just. Didn't even tell his security, didn't tell anybody. He was like, oh, my man coming home, went straight to his clothing store and was about to get his boy some clothes so he could be fresh coming out of jail. And that's the reason he was at the store that day, un, you know, without security. And you and you see what I mean? Like, that shit crazy. Do you see what I mean? Like, like it, 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 it's <laughs> like when you try to uplift someone else, you get knocked down because of what some of your enemies, yeah, your enemies think of you, and I mean, big. I mean, Biggie said it best: the more money you have, mm-hmm. the more problems you will see. Of course, like it's so unfortunate that yes, I may, I may make some, make a lot of money, but like, jealous you, man, people you, be you jealous. Can you can do it too. Facts. And he was out here giving people the keys to doing this shit, like giving people the instructions on. This is how you, you know, this is how I did what I did. Right. And this is how you can do it too. Creating these STEM programs, right? Creating all of these opportunities for his community, not just men and women, but also children, Children. right? So that these young kings and queens can grow up and, you know, to be something or do something with with their lives instead of, you know, maybe taking the path that he took. And and what, what bothers me at the fact that the generation after us, some of them are good. Some of them are out here doing what they need to do. Sure. Because l- l- let's give them some some applause too, because they they're getting absolutely. They some of them out there are out here m- being entrepreneurs at the age of eight, nine, ten, yeah. eleven. Yeah, yeah. But you have the other ones that want to fast pass, like we on a ride at Six Flags. Mm-hmm. They don't want they like he out here taking. Like giving you the gems, like as you said, Amber, but you're not taking notes on the gems. Like nope. you would rather take gems on how to slay somebody. You want to get to where he is without the work. Right. And that's that jealousy. That's that crab in a barrel mentality and that, that and, plagues and, our community so, so much. Um, like it, it, it's crazy. Like it's it's the crab in a barrel 
it's still out there and you wonder why people don't try to come back to their community anymore. Right. It's fucked up. Like it's really fucked up. You have every he had every good intention, you know, for right. his people. And then the day next day <sighs> he was supposed to have a um, a meeting, a meeting yeah. with LAPD. And yep, and Rock Nation. Like that shit is wild to me. It's really unfortunate. And the one thing out of all the things, because there's been so many things, right, said of his death, of all the things that I do agree with, I'm sorry, of all the things that have been said, the one that I do agree with is that he's a, he's created or he has awakened so many other Nipsies. Yeah. And I pray that that is true, mm-hmm. that there are so many other people, young people who have been affected by not only his death, but his life. Right. Been affected by all the good that he has done and are inspired to continue on with his legacy. Um, And again, it's not to get into all the other things that have been talked about, but just in his legacy, legacy of doing good. Right. I hope this has awakened a new generation of do gooders so that my kids and my grandchildren and their kids get to live a better life or in a better environment than we are currently living in, mm-hmm. um, you know, due to the people like Nipsey. Right. So definitely rest in peace. Our condolences to the family, to Lauren, to the ch- the children, um, everybody who is directly affected by the loss of this great man. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I don't like, there's so many things that I feel about, this whole situation um i feel for his family i feel for black people i feel for black men i feel for urban communities i feel for his children i feel for his soon-to-be wife um I don't know if he proposed, but they were together like husband and wife. And he referred to her as his wife on plenty of occasions. And I just want to say for the, this is one girl who had posted something about like, oh, am I the only one who um, is a little upset that Nipsey left Lauren, which I have a very huge problem with the words left Lauren, right? That he left Lauren as, you know, a baby mom instead of a wife and a widow. Dude, like, don't say stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. a bunch of other things that people have been saying that they shouldn't have been saying. But that particular thing is just like, come on now. Like, that's just taking it a little bit too far. Why are you worried? You know what's crazy? It You said something. And it's like, we wonder why. Um, well, <laughs> Asia, you said something um, about you feel sorry for. What'd you say? You said you felt sorry for um I felt sorry for his for, children. For his children. Yeah. Like when people pull that trigger, they don't realize that there's other people that are affected. That are other people that are affected. Yeah. When you pull that trigger, you don't realize that now that young girl, which Little is baby. his daughter. Little baby. Is no it is now fatherless. <laughs> like and how now, selfish are you to and now take somebody's she, life? You may have started mm-hmm. some psychological issues mm-hmm. that may have that, that may have could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. And, like that, that's so freaking crazy. And he pled not guilty. Just throwing that out there. The son of a bitch mm-hmm. pled not guilty. That joke is right. like freaking. 
people are insensitive right when it comes to things like this um because i feel like if you take a life you got some type of like mental uh discrepancies i think you got to be some type of sociopath or like some type of something Mm -hmm. to take a life you know what i'm saying to not value life Mm -hmm. um and to think that it is just so disposable like just like people who do like mass murders and stuff like that you know they they call them sociopaths and shit but just even this motherfucker who just did this you know out of what they're saying is uh he felt disrespected by nips because um you know he embarrassed him or whatever by calling him out for being a rat right like you still, I think for him to even have had the thought to be like, you know what? I'm going to get my fucking gun and I'm coming back here to do this. You know what I also think it is? <laughs> I think that it is a societal influence on just how, um, and I, I I bring stuff like this back to like racism because I feel like <clears throat> people who are placed in these type of situations are built to feel defenseless amongst the people that they're not familiar with but mm-hmm. people or people that look like them they feel like they don't have they they're not afraid of you know what right. i'm saying like you know i'm not defending this person who did this horrible thing but this happens a lot in the black community where we um do these senseless crimes because we don't value ourselves because we don't value ourselves we're not afraid of someone who looks i'm not going to be afraid of someone who looks like me sure you know somebody i'm familiar with who you know i i'm not afraid of that but you know you're trained to be afraid of the higher the authority the others Mm -hmm. and you would you would think twice about doing this to them Mm -hmm. but you would do it to someone who looks like it's accepted for me to kill my brother because i'm familiar and i don't Mm -hmm. have to be afraid of this person Mm -hmm. they're not taught like you know people in the black community aren't taught that you know these these things that we're apt to when it comes to the realm of racism and um systematic racism yeah. those things were not taught to us at a young age so that we would recognize that there was an enemy you know at a young age we were taught the traditional history and so like what was going on in our communities i would speak for myself when i say it felt like it was regular like mm-hmm. this is what happens in the ghetto but this was all systematically placed sure. for us to to take each other out because mm-hmm. they don't want us here anyway sure so they set it up for us to take each other out or they set it up for us to have these things in our communities like guns and drugs and bad food and things to poison us so that we would die quick quicker. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to get too much into that because then I'll start speaking about my conspiracies and what I really think about the situation. But when it comes to black on black crime or these crimes that happen to us in the community, it's all a psychological background to it. And these people could be like, you know, something could be wrong with them mentally, but a lot of things, a a lot of us are suffering from mental illness that we won't like acknowledge or, you know, that's just not a thing in the black community, but we all now I don't want to speak for everybody, but a lot of us suffer from mental illness that we don't recognize. Um, and that's just because we're, we're, we're taught not to. Um, I, I feel like this situation is unfortunate and I, I hope that justice is served. This young man played yes, not guilty. True. He's actually being represented by the same attorney who prosecuted OJ Simpson. Hmm. And that, that attorney is representing Eric Holder in this Darden. case. So this is very interesting um, to me how this is all playing out. I won't speak my thoughts on the, 
reasons that that is happening. But I will say that I find it interesting. Sure. Um, I guess we'll move on to our next topic in the socials. Um, there's a few things that I saved here. There was an update on the whole Jesse Smollett situation mm-hmm. in regards to his return to Empire. Um, you know, there's been a longstanding controversy over his alleged hate crime. Um, and it seems like the actor will be returning to um, his show on Fox called The Empire. Taraji P. Henson, who's a co-star on the show, was recently on The View and was asked about the next upcoming situation with Empire. And she said, and I quote, I I talk to Jesse all the time and he's doing well. She said, we're all doing well. The show is doing well. We're on hiatus right now because the writers are trying to figure out what the next season is going to look like what our storyline is going to be. They're trying to drum up some really good stuff for you guys. But she did reveal that Smollett is definitely going to be on the show, assuming the series gets greenlit for a new season. So assuming that they get a new season, um, according to Taraji, Jesse will be on the show. If you guys have not been listening or have not been up to the news, he all 16 charges have been dropped and the case has been sealed and Jesse has been free to go um, for about two weeks now um, since that news broke. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, before that news broke, everybody's concern was whether or not he was going to be able to return to the show. And a lot of people, including myself, was like, I don't think they're going to bring him back on. But mm-hmm. according to Taraji, he's going to be back. Mm. So there's that. Y'all got any opinions about it? Feelings? Not really, huh? Not really. I'm kind of over these rich people with their rich people problems, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, so. <laughs> it's, the, it's the exact same feeling. Like, honestly, he, I think people just want attention. Like, yeah, like this whole shit is it's being dragged now. And it's just like, all right, like, it is what it is. I, I really don't give a fuck. Word, word, word. Um, speaking of rich people and rich people problems, the founder of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he finally divorces his wife. He still remains the richest person and his ex-wife becomes the third richest woman in the world. So she really got to come up just by getting divorced by Jeff Bezos. <laughs> right. right. I wish it was that easy for all of us. Mm-hmm. But um, according to CNBC, as part of the divorce, his wife will keep about 4% of Amazon's common stock, which will land her among the biggest shareholders at the company, only behind um, Bezos and Vanguard. But as she becomes the world's richest woman, um, Jeff will still remain the richest person in the world. Hmm. So he got divorced. He's still the richest person in the world. But that was a super come up for his ex-wife. Because she is now, Mackenzie Bezos is now the third richest woman in the world. Right. Just by divorcing Jeff Bezos. That's why. <laughs> well, she came up on that. <laughs> she came up. You let these niggas came, go. Uh, Word. Right, to a deluxe apartment. She okay. Was okay. <laughs> okay. In the sky high. Right. She's in a penthouse. Right. Which is wild to me. Um, Not to backtrack, but we definitely want to in honor of our thriving wild black segment we just want to um definitely remember a uh, dr martin luther king jr on this day as it 
51 years ago on this day. We're actually recording on April 4th. April 4th, 1968 was 51 years to the day that um, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. And happy birthday to the... My inspiration, the Maya Angelou, happy 91st birthday in heaven. May you can both continue to rest in peace. How old was uh, Maya when she passed? Oh, she passed away like three years ago. So she only three. I think it was Maya Angelou's past. We're Googling. Yeah, 2014. So yeah. five, Most years, of five us years ago. aren't seeing our 40th and 50th birthday yeah. and our, our people the people before us you know living to see 70 80 Yo, yeah. 90 100 My but that goes to how we're oh, living oh, our lives right and now and we all out here trying to eat clean mm-hmm. and right. healthy he was he wasn't doing that my, <laughs> my grandfather's brother last week turned 99 wow. god bless him god bless him amen i'm like and my, my my aunt in Barbados sent my mother this picture of them like making him a big meal and stuff like that. And he looked healthy as ever. They singing happy birthday to him and he just eating his plate of food. Mm-hmm. Just happy as ever. And I'm like, damn. And it was probably regular food. Regular it food. It wasn't Good. kale and quinoa and <laughs> Right. They was eating what they and wanted. And he hit ninety nine. Right. He Here 99. we trying happy. to eat right and we dropping at forty. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a auntie that would drink um, a glass of whiskey every day up until when she passed. And she passed at 97 years old and had a glass of whiskey straight every day for like years. And she said that was what kept her. (laughs) 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 Oh, Auntie V. She was like, yeah, that's how I live. How you live this long, Auntie V? She said, "I I drink a glass of whiskey every day. Well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Honestly, I don't even think about you know how how you, it's like the way you live anymore. Honestly, we're all here by the grace of God every day. Right. It's only because He shows us new mercies. So there will be some of us that will live until ninety seven, ninety nine, mm-hmm. one hundred and two, and there will be those of us that don't. It's all in God's plan. Right. Speaking uh-huh. of um God's plan, I God's think plan. I guess it was in God's plan um for Shanady Claremont to be sentenced to one year in prison um, <laughs> for uh, making and attempting um, more than $20,000 in fraudulent charges. Um, if you guys don't know, the Claremont twins are these two Instagram influencers, models, um, who have gained lots and lots and lots of popularity among many popular brands, including Yeezy, Um the one of the twins, Sinead or Sineadie, I don't know how to say her name. She was accused of using debit card information she reportedly stole from a man who died during the course of a prostitution date right. with her back in 2017. She was still using his credit card. Yeah, still. Um, according to the U.S. And he attorney. was dead. Yeah, he was dead, and she was still using to his card. Day. <laughs> to this right. damn day, she admitted right. to committing the crime, at least in part due to the stress of keeping up her public image. Um, as part of her plea deal, she was also sentenced to three years of supervised release mm. and was ordered to forfeit more than $5,700 and pay over four forty six hundred dollars in restitution. 
So wow. wonder when she's gonna get that money. They from. are not out here playing with you girls, scamming. JT is in jail. JT, if you don't know, um, is one half of the city girls. She will be in jail until March first, twenty twenty. Wow, um, JT. <laughs> did now Shanae. I guess she'll be in jail uh for a year. So well, she was sentenced to a year. So if you're out here scamming <laughs> Don't do it, baby. They out here get, no they reason. out here rap wrapping y'all up. Uh, like some present saying she was doing shit like that early in the day. Oh, right. They tried to get on Cardi. They tried to get on Cardi. I didn't like the way that that came out. <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, like, so there was a video that resurfaced of Cardi B a few years ago talking about how what you know what she had to do to survive in her situation as a stripper. You know, not having money or whatever before she made it big, and she said. You know, that she used to drug men and then rob them when they would, you know, be ready to have sex with her or whatever. And so there was this whole surviving Cardi B hashtag that became viral, which I felt to be problematic because it to me, you know, it's comparing it to the whole situation of surviving R. Kelly, which I feel like is two very different situations. More Um, like Bill Cosby. Right, right, right. right. Like the Bill Cosby situation. Right. So yeah. it's like, you know, that not the, that either are right. Like good, they're not <laughs> right, good. Right. Like I'm not a, like not in any way are are we excusing what Cardi did? It was wrong. She showed regret for what she had to do when she posted that video. But what right. she did was a bad thing. Drugging sure. anybody and taking advantage of them is a horrible horrible thing man or woman man or woman but when we're talking about surviving cardi b versus surviving r kelly i need you to not put those two things in the same category because it's just not the same sure you know we're talking about young women young girls who are manipulated by someone who took power over them versus men who walked into the strip club wanted to get nasty they just didn't think they like was about they to get were already like you know what i'm saying they know what they walked into the room a strip club with to her do. ready to give her some coins to have sex with them about the about to commit an illegal act facts right. i just want to let that be known right. as well so not that you know, it makes it better or worse, but we got to like put all the facts out here when we're comparing Cardi and R. Kelly. Word. That shit is whack. I don't like it. Don't still do fucked it. up. I mean, I mean, it's know. still horrible, but like, let's not get these things like misconstrued here because we are not saying that drugging someone and robbing them is not a bad thing. But when you're manipulating young children and harming young children, that's a bigger issue yeah. here. Right. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Those were grown ass men. Right. <laughs> and no one ready to pay right. for sex. Ready so. <laughs> to pay for sex. And all she was she not all she did, but what she did was something wrong, but she drugged them and she took their money. She was gonna take their money anyway. But anyway, all right. Asia, shut up. Okay. Um moving on. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about as far as uh the socials are concerned? I just wanna shout out Beyonce for being signed to Adidas. Um, Shout this out is to Beyonce. going to be lit and she will be releasing shoes as well and I just want to say You'll if we're putting this no, oh. that too but oh. if we're putting this into perspective you know and you look at Yeezys right so mm-hmm. that's Kanye West's collaboration with Adidas and then you take somebody like Beyonce and you're putting her on a shoe a sneaker at that where her Ivy Park brand like 
I just think this is going to be, be like unattainable. Ridiculous. No one will be able to attain those shoes. So, congrats to my girl, BB. Word. Shout out to you, Beyonce, just out here being magical. You know, I, I would love to grow up and be like Beyonce, sure. but that would never happen. So, <laughs> there's that. Um, I think that we got a letter. Oh, we do, don't we? You got yeah. it? Yeah. Um, uh, Joseph. It. If, no, I saved it in your phone. Oh, did you? Okay. Did. I'm responsible today. Let me see. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I see it. Here this it is, is courtesy of Baller Alert, by the way. We thought it would be really interesting to talk about this on the show. Right. So this letter um, was actually sent to Baller Alert, but we want to share it with you all and we'll give our opinions on it as well. This letter, this letter says, my wife and I have been married for five years. We live in a five bedroom home in Georgia. My parents recently moved to Georgia and we allowed them to stay in our home for six months during their transition from out of state. All is well. However, my wife smokes weed every day, which I don't have an issue with, but I asked her not to smoke weed in front of my parents out of respect. I smoke weed occasionally, but I raised to respect, el- but I was wa- raised to respect elders and smoking weed in front of my parents or grandparents is a sign of disrespect in my eyes. My wife thinks different. She continues to smoke weed in front of my parents and her response is, this is my house and I shouldn't have to hide anything just because we have guests. Mm-hmm. What do I do? It's impacting our marriage, but my wife smoked weed with her mom growing up, so she doesn't see any harm in it. Right. Mm-hmm. My parents haven't mentioned it bothering them because they are guests. However, it bothers me since I wasn't raised that way. I'll be interested to know what y'all think. All right. Can I go first? Yep. Okay. So I think that homie is being too, like judgmental over his wife um if you're i think that he's just assuming that the parents are bothered by it because he said oh my parents haven't said anything about it because they're guests you don't really know that if they've never said anything about it right you're making that assumption on your own so if it's really that big of a deal i think that one you should ask your parents um how they feel about it and then if it is a problem like find out if there's a problem first and then if there is a problem then you address your wife about it but don't go right and in the baller alert because you're embarrassed that your wife is smoking weed in front of your damn parents who you guys are hosting so mm-hmm. that's my two cents girls and balls Right. I, I absolutely I agree. Concur. Right. <laughs> I absolutely agree. If your parents haven't said anything, then don't say like, oh, it's disrespectful to my parents and my, I'm not raised this way. Because if your parents haven't said anything, they might not have an issue. With exactly. It. But you have the problem with it. Let's be absolutely real here. You have the issue. And like she said, it's her house and she don't have to stop doing something just because we have guests. I totally agree with that. If this is my house, I'm not going to stop doing anything in my house just because somebody is here mm-hmm. and when it comes to me smoking at my parents house that might i might not do that because that's their house but if my parents have to come to my house they know i smoke so they know what's going down but they know you fucking too they so know, right. exactly and that's another either, thing so, exactly so at least at least ask 
I think what she said. At least yeah. ask. Ask them, like, is this an issue for y'all for me right. to smoke in front of y'all? Because then maybe you'll make the transition, sure, of smoking it outside the house instead of in the house. Right. But my main thing is, like, stop projecting an issue that you have with her right now onto your parents because your parents haven't said anything yet. That's not their issue. It's your issue. That's the, that, That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, it seems like he had it, but he had an issue with it a long time ago, I'm guessing. And now that they're in the picture, he's he's making his prior issue resurface. Sure, and now probably. utilizing and utilizing his parents as the excuse on why she shouldn't be smoking. Mm-hmm. But it 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 brings it up to like, yo, just keep it 100. Yeah. Just keep His it. parents probably smoke weed too and he just like, don't know. <laughs> right. Like, and I don't think like... They get that marijuana. Before, before they came in for however long they're going to be um, at, the, at the house, mm-hmm. they approved of her. Right. So, I mean, like, damn. Like, she's not going to stop doing her, being herself. Right. And mm-hmm. obviously, they like her enough to at least say, I'm going to come to your house sure. because of... If you anything like my parents, they're going to be like, well, I can, I'm going to have to go somewhere else. Right. Or my... Because G-Ladies would not. My mother is mad if she is driving behind somebody smoking weed, okay? Oh, these is, she'd be like, these is the weed smoking, the weed is smoking as people I know, child. She would not be with Mind you, they only put a, they only blew out one right. time. Right. The weed in this. I said, the weed in this? <laughs> but yo, it's like, yo, let her be herself. Yeah. Let her be herself, yo. That's and it. This reminds me of an episode of um that that, that show, like marriage that, counseling? No, this Boot just camp? The, the show that um we was watching a couple weeks ago. They I broke, know what you're talking about. They broke up. It was called Family or Fiance. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had an episode similar to this. Like, the chick was like, yo, I I do this. Like, your mother, I'm not here to get married to your mother. Sure. I'm here to get married to mm-hmm. you. Like, yes, I do seek your mother's approval on certain things. Mm-hmm. But as long as you're okay with it, then I'm okay with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but they end up getting That's why I love my mother. Yo, when we would have like cookouts and stuff at the house, y'all know how we do stuff at the house in the summer. Like, and my family would be there. My family will leave at a certain point and then it'll just be us. But that's me because my mother be like, y'all about to smoke y'all reefers and stuff. <laughs> I'ma leave so y'all can just smoke y'all reefers and everything. <laughs> Like my I'm mother knows, so y'all can smoke y'all reefers. Right. Y'all reefers, just catering to your guests. Right, right. My, my mother is cool like that. She know what we do when we start drinking and hanging out. So it's just like we just gonna go because we don't want to be around that shit. But, but we gonna let y'all do and have a good time. Sure. The older I got, I kind of realized the method to my parents' madness, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're gonna let me drink. They would rather me drink in their backyard mm-hmm. than to go out to somebody sure. else's house and get pulled over. Sure. Get if I do get pulled over, get beat the fuck out of by mm-hmm. a, a racist ass mm-hmm. cop. Like if they're if I'm in the same vicinity as them, yeah. then they'll be able to be like, okay, nah, you need to chill. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. oh, are you good enough to drive? Like sure. I, now I understand it. Before I was like, y'all always in my damn business. Stop mm-hmm. looking outside. But they they really be trying to check on you because my mother know out. I be sitting at the bar. She be calling me like, you on the way home? Okay, let's talk. How was the bar? Like she would want to talk about it. Yeah. Stay on the phone with me until she know I make it home. Right. So that's your parents being your parents. Sure. Yeah. But your parents also respect 
your your lifestyle, your boundaries mm-hmm. and and the things that you do, even though they may not agree with it. But as long as they know you being responsible with the choices that you make, then they respect it and then they move on. And maybe that's just a conversation that this young man needs to have with his parents. I think, that's, like, I think that too. Mm-hmm. I think that he's very concerned about what his parents think about his wife smoking weed and it's just like she's a grown woman you're a grown man they obviously know that this is who you chose to be with so like if you care so much about what they think about these certain things and that's a conversation that you kind of need to have with your parents because i think that there's a i don't know like but there's like a factor of you still being i don't want to say afraid of them or yeah like you're afraid of them or you care too much about what they think about your life and you're an adult and and this is off a whole nother topic but there's something called parenting your parentals like that that just doesn't mean that you tell your parents what to do but you also allow your parents to know that you're an adult at some certain point and so like you know you don't disrespect them it's not about disrespecting them it's just about you letting them know that this is who you are or this is who you choose to be with and being solid in that letting them know you might not dis- you might not agree with what i am doing but i made a conscious decision to be with this person who might be doing something that you don't agree with but that's what it is because at the end of the day that's your wife now sure right so isn't that how it goes like your wife is kind of like above your parents now like yeah so to Girl, piggyback off of that, I like, like right. be, before before you have that conversation with your parents, I suggest you to have that conversation with yourself mm-hmm. because like like because like, honestly, you need to grow up because as the head of the household, you have to be able to have that that conversation in your life, saying okay, like 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 Asia said parents your parentals you have to grow up there has to have a time that you have to sit down with yourself and say well yes you will forever be my parents but i need to grow up and handle my business mm-hmm. and i'm letting we are letting y'all stay here while y'all get y'all transition Wait. on so really this is I my house that, yeah my stop making house. a mountain <laughs> stop making a mountain out of a molehill right. um, i love that mountain out of a molehill so style. yes um, I hate when people make a mountain out of a mole. Yeah. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. So we have one more thing. It's another thing from Insta. Um, this guy named Prince Donnell. You guys have, you guys may have uh, heard of him. I'm sorry. I'm not saying. I'm sorry. I'm gonna play it in the okay. mic. I am. Yes. Um, I want you guys to actually hear what he has to say and his question, and then we're gonna discuss it. So let's see if we can do this. Um, hit me up on a gram the other day he said prince donnell can i have a wife but still be friends with other women and the answer to that question is hell no and it may sound arrogant when i say this but i'm too good of a dude to be friends with single women because i have so much to offer and i'm so friendly that i might turn that single woman on and next thing you know i'm dealing with temptation and i don't need that in my life you feel what i'm saying and i want to let all my fellas know this if a woman found you worthy enough to be a husband that means other single women will find you worthy too but here's the thing you don't know their intentions and next thing you know you was too friendly to that chick and now you end up homeless because you laid up in that hotel with that chick your wife found out and you lost your entire family don't do it to yourself 
yourself. Listen, if I got any uh, women as friends, they acquaintances. They friends with me and my wife. You feel me? So that nothing could ever get in between because I don't play around with temptation. And you too good of a dude to be playing around with temptation too. So a dude hit me up on a... Okay. Can I go first? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Please. so um, first things So first. let's state the question. Here's the question. So the question is, can I have a wife and still be friends with other women? Okay. I say, my answer is yes. And the reason why I say, because I'm a very social, social person. Uh-huh. I make friends and I call it networking. Um, I don't judge anyone, no matter who you are. So <coughs> I say yes, because like, first and foremost, there's three things like um, that should come up in your relationship at all times. There is honesty, there's trust, and there is respect. And in that, like, your wife should encompass all of what I just said. Like, okay, yes, if if I'm if I'm married to my wife, she's going to know that I met a new person because we're going to talk about it, number one. Number two, you're going to know that I have a wife because that's what I'm going to say. Because guess what? If I don't... If, if I work in construction and I don't have a ring on my hand, I may have a tattoo or I'm going to bring her up because I respect her enough, respect my wife enough to let her know about anything. And yeah, my, my home, Prince Darnell, yeah. he, he said, oh, yeah, um, I don't want to face temptation. Temptation for what? It's going to always happen, but there's it's something called a test. Because people out there will try to test you, but it's up to you to pass that test, number one. And number two... Like, yo, if you know that if you want to get to the extreme to the point where, as you say, like, I'm going to be kicked out because you laid up in a hotel with somebody. Say that was you a know, decision you made. Like, a, how did we get to the fucking hotel? That, that, like, that's what? That's a decision that you made. And, and, and it all stems from you being friendly. No, friend. You can still be friendly and say no. And if and while you say no, all these women out here can sit there and say, yo, I respect him. And a man like that. You give women hope to for men out there to to be just like you, quote unquote, to be cool, to be out here respectful and loving women, because the the Nick the fuck boys out here is winning out here. Mm-hmm. These the people out here that the women are saying I hate fuck boys, this that, and the third. Us good dudes out here aren't really winning. Right. So you can be the example, and yes, it may be a few of us, but you could be out here showing showing out. And that's what I got to say. <laughs> that was good. What about you, A? Um, what I had said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to this video, hold on. Um, yeah, I didn't agree with anything he said. And honestly, when it comes to like posts like that, like I think about how how does this relate to my life or like how does this relate to me? And um, I'm just like, well, you know, I have plenty of male friends who are in relationships or married and like, I don't want them. Like I, I, what I got from this video initially, it was like, he was setting women up to look like these sexual lustful beings. Like, Oh, if you know, if you, if you're friends with this woman and they see how valuable you are to your wife. So they see this value in you too, King. Oh, well he ain't say all of that, but we gotta, we, I'm asking. I don't know. Um, but 
it's just like, oh yeah, we see this value. You know, they see this value in you too, King. And I he ain't say King, but that's what that's the vibe I was getting. And it was just he like you don't want to, you know, if you if you give into that temptation, then like you know you gonna be homeless. Like first of all, let me tell you something. It don't take like the person that you're tempted by. It's not their their fault that you're tempted by them. So don't make women that look like these lustful, sinful beings who are evil. And that you know, like if you're a married man, you um excuse me, being in contact with another woman is going to make you do bad things. Those are all decisions that you decide to make on your own. Um, so I felt a way about that, and I I just thought about like. Just because a man is friends with a woman doesn't mean that he wants to fuck them or be in a relationship with them. Because now you're you're dehumanizing men or, you know, sexualizing them, I should say, um, to make it seem like just any woman that comes around, they're just going to want to naturally have sex with them because that's mm-hmm. not the case. Um, also, you know, I think that it is a given if there's a marriage where two people are committed to each other and, you know, they live their lives together as one, I guess, mm-hmm. then, like, these people that come into your life, man or woman, your significant other, your spouse is going to be aware of that. Yep. Um, if you decide to hide that person from your spouse or not tell your spouse about it, then that speaks on how you respect your relationship. That has nothing to do with the person that you encountered. Um, It speaks about the nature of your relationship and what it's really worth and how much you value it. Um, Lastly, um, I don't think that it would be fair if this is what this guy is saying, that if when you get married, that you get rid of or you don't, you know, have any other, you know, friends of the opposite sex. That's what it sounds like he's saying. Yeah, that's what it's, that's what I got from it. I got from it, like, he's saying, like, no, I'm not going to have, you know, single women friends if I'm married. And I'm just like, but what about all these single women friends that you've had since you've been growing up or that, you know, that you've had since before you met your wife? Maybe the same with single women friends that you invited to your wedding because they've been there to witness this relationship with your wife. You just let go of friendship. Right. Like, and that goes to a point that I've been making for the last couple of weeks. Like your friends will always be your friends. Facts. Your your spouse might get pissed at you and leave you, or your spouse might cheat on you and leave you. But the people who have been around all your life through your ups and downs, through your fuck ups and shit, those are the people that are still gonna be there um when you're when shit gets fucked up. Yeah. Right. You know, um, so that's the shit I had the problem with because I'm mm-hmm. just like, when I think about my friends, shout out to like Kevin, Doobie, Lyric, like those are my those are my bros. Amir, like I grew up with them and they could be whatever they want. I know mm-hmm. first of all, they never no no girlfriend they ever had never knew who I was. They never and all of them respected me because they knew the place that I had in my in my in my in my niggas life, for lack of a better term. You know what I'm saying? Like they know the place that I have. So all the girls always made sure they knew who I was. And number two, I'm not gonna do that to them because I know no matter what I've been through with my situations with men, that they always been there for me. So I, I just wouldn't do it. I'm not sacrificing my friendships and my relationships that I've had all my life just to be married to somebody. Suck my dick. Fact though. <gasps> So Sorry. my opinion is pretty much <laughs> <laughs> the same as uh, Joe and Asia's. Um, the only thing I would add is that, like, 
Yes. Like if you were the type of man that couldn't have a friendship with a woman unless it involved sex or some type of like sexual attraction, that's a problem. Um, two, I agree that both parties should be in agreement with whatever the friend situation is, you know, before everything. I think that everything needs to be talked about. Like Joe said, if there is a new person that comes around, that's both of our friends. Um, three, if I have friends, if you have friends who've been around before me, you know, since before my spouse and I have ever even like dated, like those kinds of friends typically, you know, are good people. Now, the only reason I say typically is because sometimes people get married and they don't cut all those loose ends that they have with other people. Um, And shit ends up manifesting that shouldn't be manifesting while you're married, period. You know, and it's like, that's the only issue that I have with like, quote unquote, like, friends and shit like that but otherwise I think that when you're married a woman can have male friends and a um man can have uh friends who are women so it is what it is I don't like his extremist views yeah it's very extreme on... it reminds me of <laughs> like the, uh, I don't want to go off on a tangent but it just it it's just it's very extremist. Like you're limiting people's lives now. Like you're telling people to get rid of people they love so that they can be with you. Like if that was the case and if that was how marriage actually worked, I would right. never want to be married. Right. Like I would rather foster the relationships of people I know who really love me unconditionally because they've seen me through my flaws and everything and helped me through this and that and vice versa than to just sacrifice to be with one person. Sure. You know, like, I just don't think that that's human. I don't think that that's like, that's not life. That's not what God wants us mm-hmm. to experience I with agree. people in this world. I, I don't think that that's fair. So I just think longer you wasn't fucking the person. Right. That's like, that's what I'm saying. That like, is also, you know, but that is something like, that needs to be transparent between the two people who are with each yeah. other. Like, if you can't say like, hey, like, all right, I'm going to be real with you. That's my homegirl now, but me and her back in the day used to do this, this, and that. That way you give your partner the opportunity to either understand or disagree with the relationship. And you deal with that before you walk down the aisle. Absolutely. There's too many people walking down the aisle and not dealing with shit. Right. They're not not dealing with things. And so now you getting hit with all this shit, smack in the face, pow, pow, pow. And you you mad. But it's just like, but you should have did this. Like this. Along with that, mm-hmm. you make your woman feel so secure on her throne that she don't even got to think about nobody else. And like, that's where insecurities come from. We had well, this conversation before, didn't I we? I believe so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, like, like as she mm-hmm. said, like, mm-hmm. as she's sitting pretty on her throne and she the she queen. She's not worried about queen. that bitch you used to she, fuck. She's she not worried about the Big bitches facts. She, she, you used to fuck. She's not worried about, she's going to worry about your friends because now they're her friends. And now they're no longer friends, they're family. Because now, if you say that you going out with with Shaniqua and them to have <laughs> a drink or whatever, she gonna say, okay, have fun. Sure. Or I'll meet you at the bar. It it, it becomes questionable when you don't want to When you don't want her to be When you always let me go, you always let me 
go to happy hour with Shaniqua and you. And now it turned into like you and Shaniqua. Mm-hmm. Now it she's making a story in her head. And now she's checking your phone. And now she's popping up at the bar. And yeah. then you know. And this happens up. vice versa, by the like, way. Yeah, I just ha- want to say this entire conversation yeah. happens vice versa. But it, it's more so both parties, men and man and woman, mm-hmm. needs to make sure that the that the person that they're with is secure in a position. Yeah. And everybody needs to communicate. Right. Like, Absolutely. Communication is always like the honesty. answer. And I don't see why that's so hard in relationships you for know, people to just you know, be no, you know why it's hard, real. Asia. You know why it's hard? Because motherfuckers when they have their cake and eat it too. But, but yeah. the thing, that's why it's fucking hard. Communication is easy, it seems. It's easy when but wait. Communication mm-hmm. is easy. Honesty is what's hard mm. for these people. Because mm. I can talk all day. Sure. But what, what you saying out your mouth, are you saying the truth? Sure. So you Honestly, can... honesty and communication go hand in hand. Right. They should, right? Because if you're communicating with me, are you communicating lies? Communication. Damn. Me talking, like the, 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 the whole reason for communication is in relationships is communication is the chance for you to be honest with right somebody. not for you for to the bad and the good the fucking weather yeah to be communicating how you are feeling absolutely if i ask you a question is one of two things i want to know the truth or i already know the answer oh that shit <laughs> listen well <laughs> 99 like percent of the time i already know the motherfucking answer so if i am asking the question it's because i'm giving you the, the chance to do to right tell me the truth because i know that one percent is gonna be like parents now <laughs> no, seriously, that's how my mother used to be like listen i already know the answer but if you lie to me right now you're gonna get fucked up even you more don't even know what, what answer to give because you're right. gonna lie you don't really know she know the right. truth right <laughs> so i'm gonna skip that i <laughs> i went to school but <laughs> i left <laughs> what right. had happened like was school, but I left early right, right. That you, oh, right. Uh, yeah. go get the belt right, right. <laughs> like, I got on a bus it may not have been to get to home right I went somewhere else right. I've been by the mo- I went to that boy house but no like this whole like I think this whole conversation um, like we said I think is very extremist in terms mm-hmm. of like Oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be met with temptation because all women are just these temptation-filled <laughs> nymphomaniacs. You know, who whenever they see you, they just want to hop up on you and shit. Like, right. calm your me. fucking nuts. Right. It ain't that damn deep. Wow. Like, it was really like to me misogynistic. His and message. That, okay, that's, right? that's the right word. Misogynistic. <laughs> Very misogynistic like message. That. Um. Just and to he say was how the Bible and yeah, like why are you bringing temptation? the Bible, like, the Bible don't bring into, God it. into this? God you too God good of a dude. You too God good of a dude to be that. friends with women who could possibly fall in love with you, <laughs> or met, or accidentally fall on your dick, sir. Please don't flatter yourself, boy. Bye. Please, well. like, it's not that deep, That's Prince so Johnel or Donnell, whatever the fuck Darnell. your name is. <laughs> I said Prince Johnel. Right? You sound like a fucking Darnell. Right. But Shut yeah, up. he he could go ahead with his brown eyes. And they was nice though. They was. That's why the bitches be on them. <laughs> <Y'all are shit. laughs> 
I'm giving you a compliment, but fuck you. Fuck and the you beard was crisp, child. It was crisp. Yes, it was a nice shape up he had. Yes, he so did. Fuck that, fuck that nigga though. Forever. What's next? What we got next? Mm. That was good. I, I like think, those two little letters. Yeah, I think we could go into final thought now. What you think? Oh yeah? That's our show? No way. No. We ain't had nothing else to talk about. You wanna <laughs> Um, I mean, oh, our announcement. Let's do that. Goats and Beyonce. Oh, we did. We can talk about that. Let's talk about that real this is quick. Two things that I contributed to the You did. You, you did real good today, Uncle Ron. Because <laughs> y'all know I don't be knowing shit. You even think Uncle Ron pre production with us. Right, right. You right. know I what totally to talk about. That. Right. So um, oh. if you guys haven't heard or seen the cringy ass video of Amari Harwick, um, at the, I think it was the NAACP Awards. Mm-hmm. Image um, Awards. The Image Awards, yes. And he went over, said what's up to Jay, went over to go hug Miss Carter, Mrs. Carter, gave her a hug. No, he gave her Kiss. hug. No, he kissed her hug. Kiss on the cheek, hug, oh. and then this weird, nasty-ass kiss on the corner of the mouth. That was completely unnecessary. Twice, but he kissed her twice. Like, why did why did you have to go in for the second kiss, Amari? I agree. Is he what I would like to know. <laughs> it was so gross. He, he shouldn't have <laughs> went for the second kiss. I feel like Beyonce probably thought that that was it. Hey, mwah, give me a hug. She probably thought that was it, and she turned her face too quick, and it so happened to end nah, up right there. Nah. He put it there. He put it there. I don't, so. I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he did it you on purpose. You don't think he did? I don't think he did. He don't now. Because first of all, you don't need to kiss that was purpose, a girl in front of him. That was on purpose. <laughs> that was purpose. You already kissed me once. And he so held her like this. You're pucking your lips a second time. You're puckering your lips on purpose. But then you placed your kiss where you placed it. You want to call that mistake? I don't call think it, it was a mistake. mistake. I don't think it was a mistake. But for him to kiss her again, you did that on purpose. I mean, you kissing her again, kiss her maybe. A second time. I, it, it, I don't he, think he did on purpose. I don't think, he, especially now. I don't think he meant to do it on the lips. Right. I, the, the lip thing is one yeah. thing, yeah, and yeah, then Jay Z is right there. So was the second right. kiss on purpose? And like I said, yes. he's too little to be. Right. Kissing a motherfucking girl and the dude <laughs> but, but, right there. Right, right, right but right, but you right, see right. what I mean? Jay Z is so secure in his seat. <laughs> he ain't say hold up, my man. Nah, I mean you you but, got but I don't think he, he don't saw that though. Yeah, I think he was talking to somebody because yeah, the thing yeah, was, was Jay Z said the words "watch yourself," but he was talking to someone else, and people tried to gas that like, "Oh, did y'all hear Jay Z say watch yourself?" He did say watch yourself, but he's probably saying watch yourself to somebody like about to but fall she wasn't or something. Looking at right, What's like his he name? wasn't. Is even, it Omar? Omari. Omari. Yeah. Yeah, I that was really funny, ghost. actually. That was actually. Right. Really I know him as ghost as well, but facts. I don't, I, don't, th- I, don't so. I don't think he did it on purpose. It was just cringy to me. I, I just mean, didn't understand why that the hug was like. You know what was cringy? The two fact seconds that, too long, like, though. Okay, so me and Amber uh, had had got together oh, earlier in the week, and then we were at the we were at the bar <laughs> with this creepy guy, and he was like, oh, so y'all, y'all think that's a problem? That was too like, much for y'all. y'all was, that, yeah, Shut the fuck up, because we weren't even talking to you. If it was me. Like. What was, he, what was he saying? He was like, you know, like one. basically, it was on the TV, and right. we were cringing, right? Ew! Oh my god, I can't believe he did that. And he's like across the bar from us, and he's like, oh, that's too much for y'all. First of all, nigga, you would never ever get that close to right. me. He was like, I like, like as if he would, yeah. Uh-huh. Nigga, uh-huh. down. Like you're the. I'm not even my. Now here's one thing I don't think has been mentioned. Yeah. How well does he know her, 
and how well does he know Jay? Right. I think that's too. We will never know. Yeah. Right. We will never know. They could be they that could be fucking close. close yeah. So they might have been laughing. They might be laughing at us yeah, right now. Maybe. Right. They look at them making a big deal out of this. Like we cool. Right. We family. or Whatever. You're right. He that's another up. thing he too. He slipped up. Uh, I mean, right. the second kiss part. I don't care how close we are. I'm not going in for a second. <laughs> two, kiss. Too many. two. Two is a, two is too many. But let's just like. Li- that friendship. Yeah. But it, exactly. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't that yeah. because it was a hold. It was like a, and then he went back uh, in like, uh, uh, Like you just won an award and you was thanking your wife or some shit. <laughs> but whatever, Omari Hardwick can kiss me twice if he wants to. I know, right? <laughs> that would be great. Any one of them, I'd like to see what the fuck happened. Exactly. How do they feel? Right. I mean, they still living life. She just, like Amber said, she, she signed she a deal. She don't give a fuck about that shit. She probably, that shit probably never even crossed Beyonce's mind. Let's be serious. Right. She did have weird look. She <laughs> did. Know, she was like, this was a hair shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, did that just happen? She's like, uh, oh my God. Right. <laughs> that ain't stopping. <laughs> it's all her coin. Nah, they probably good. They, like you said, Uncle Rod, they probably laughing at us making the big Right, deal like these people. I ain't making I would be so flattered if Beyonce ever heard the people's podcast. But. Oh my God, I would are die. We, are we doing um, final thoughts? Did y'all I'm have anything to go else? To bed. Me too, I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no um, I'm trying to look for a good final thoughts. Y'all got final thoughts? Y'all said y'all had good oh, ones. I, I do have one. Do you have one, Joe, or no? Let's get it uh, happen. I have to listen. Uh, I have to find one. Okay, okay. So I had this final thought in my head since earlier. Um, And it was because I was, as I told my friends, I was thinking about a previous friendship that I had with a person and how it has been disassembling itself for months now. Um, And I'm now, like, to the point where I don't even want to see this person anymore. And I had to think about, like, why? Like, why do you feel this way, Asia, about this person? And it's because... You know, sometimes you try to be there for people and be super supportive. And even when you don't even, like, agree with the shit that they do. But, Mm -hmm. you know, you try to be a good person and you try to support them because, you know, their lack of support. There's a lack of support outside of your friendship with this person. Um, And but I've come to the conclusion that sometimes people don't want you to like they they don't like counsel mm. they they just like someone to co-sign mm-hmm. mm. oh shit and oh wait sorry i said i wasn't gonna be loud the today type of person to just co-sign the shit that your friends or you know people around you that you love think then they don't find any use for you mm. Mm. and then they start to treat you differently because you're not co-signing the shit that they do. Mm. If you tell someone about themselves or if you, and it's not out of malice. Sure. It's because you love the person. They don't want that type of counsel. From mm-hmm. you. They just want you to say yes. Yes, to everything man. They do. Mm. They, some people love a yes, man, mm. because some people love an excuse to keep doing the, the fuck, fuck shit. Ooh, that they do. And so they need someone to be like, yeah, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. keep Ooh, doing that's that. Going into and, 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 and it's unfortunate oh. because for me in this situation, I really, I really love the person that I, I, I was friends with. And I really valued the friendship that we had. I love all my friends. 
Amber could tell you. I could very well. I love my friends, people I bring into my life, and people that accept me for who I am because I'm I'm not an easy person to love. And so when I feel like I have friends around me, I value that. And I also do my best to be the best person I can to my friends. Sure. But one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to (laughs) co-sign the fuck shit that you do. Mm -hmm. I'm no professional. I'm not going to counsel you, but I'm going to tell you how I feel because I feel like this is what you need to hear. I'm going to counsel you in that manner and let you know, like, this is this is the facts. Right. This is the other side of it. Right. But, you know, some people rather you co-sign them than counsel them. And it's unfortunate because that's how they lose good people. And if you run into people like that in your life, you need to recognize that. And you need to go the other way because it's not going to be good for you. Your feelings are going to be hurt. My feelings are hurt because this friendship is not what I thought it was. But one thing I will say is that every day in life, there's a new lesson learned. Mm-hmm. And with every new lesson learned, you have a chance at a new beginning and you don't have to deal with stupid shit like you just don't if it hurts you it's not for you hmm. what's so freaking crazy is this whole show i've been looking for this this one quote that i saw a long time ago i probably posted it on ig or did something i could not find it and i, I wrote it down because i knew where i knew exactly where it was but you know things happen for a reason and basically that quote was talking about how what Miss Miss Asia Michelle said about um basically watching watching who you cast in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know. Like when you when you think about it, you have your starting lineup of who you think is best for your life. Mm-hmm. But when it's when it's showtime <clears throat> and you see it playing, you just you you notice that they are, they weren't they weren't. Well, what is it like? Then they wasn't um they wasn't the 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 main starting five. They weren't the starting five, or they weren't the main characters. The stars, told, the stars of the of, show. Of the show. They was just extras. Mm-hmm. Or they they was just they, they was, was just bench warmers. Oh, not <laughs> right. the bench warmers. But um. As soon as you said what you said, I ran upon this quote. And and I want to say before I read this, yo, watch who y'all are representing in y'all life and who y'all are here supporting. Hmm. And OG is supposed to... that lesson. Oh, facts. Mm-hmm. Big facts. Two days ago. Big right. facts. Right. That's a fact. Big facts. <laughs> and OG is supposed to make sure nobody else makes the same mistake that they did. A lot of y'all are out here... Promoting prison and death. Hmm. <laughs> like y'all sitting up here reciting rap lyrics and and cursing and doing these things and saying that y'all gonna do XYZ for these people out here in these streets. These people don't know about you. They don't know what you're doing. And and as soon as you sit up here and do exactly what they rapping about in their lyrics, are they gonna come bail you out? Hmm. Or they gonna come bail you out? Just like we talked about a couple minutes ago about the homie. Like, yo, like, if your wife or your girlfriend, your wife put you out mm-hmm. today, who are you going to call? Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. I mean, that's me. <laughs> right. Who are you going to call? You're going to call your starting lineup. You're going to call the stars of your show, right? 
So you gotta know who you you gotta know who's in your circle. Thanks. And that's it. Okay. Um my final thought is really quick and to the point. It is as follows. Don't settle ever. <laughs> not for love, not for work, not for your life. When you settle, you're really saying, I don't think that this is possible. Mm. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But once again, as I said at the top of the show, my life is a movie. And um, I know a lot of niggas that's been settling. And it doesn't really work out in the end. <laughs> so don't do it. That's what, I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Well, Joe, you want to close this out? Oh, who clo- oh, I'm sorry. Ace, you started the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Uncle Ryan, you got a final thought? No. Okay. All right. Damn, it must suck to be a fuck nigga. <laughs> so let me just say this one thing. We was on FaceTime the other day, and he said that. I'm like, all right, Uncle Ra. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's merch coming soon. That's going to be on. No, it's not because T.I. is going to sue us. So there's that. I said T.I. is going to sue us. So there's that. And sue us if he didn't trademark it. That's true, but we got we to gotta do our We need research. to get an attorney. Trademark, then you make the shirt. Word. Okay. We gotta do our research because that's a good one. Sure. Episode twenty four of the People's Podcast. We thank you all. Oh so wait. Well, oh, we didn't even make our announcement. <laughs> that was supposed to come after freaking happy hour. All right. So let's make it quick. Um, there's gonna be a huge giveaway. People's Podcast first giveaway for what? Three hundred followers on Instagram. Yeah, three hundred followers. So we are, I think, eighteen or nineteen away. From our 300th follower. We trying to get to about a thousand followers by the summertime. We will get there. Um, we just been, we know we've been slacking on the gram. We have been slacking But we about that. to turn it I up. I don't even have a gram right now. Yeah, we about to turn it up on social media. Um, we have a very, very, very dope giveaway coming soon. You must be following it's the People Podcast. Um, we're going to put all the details on our Instagram page on Sunday. Yeah. When we release this episode. Um, so if you're listening to this, check the page. It's at the People's Podcast on Instagram. You'll get all the details there on how you join. And believe me, it ain't just no T-shirt. Like we 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 come in real bow. big with it's ours. It's a package. Yeah, this this this, this a People's bow, Podcast bow, basket, bow, bow. Mm-hmm. and it ain't it ain't just People's Podcast merch. So we definitely want to show our appreciation to our followers, to our listeners, to our day one supporters. For always holding us down, giving us those listens, rating our podcast and spreading the word most importantly. So once again, if you're listening on Sunday, please go to at the people's podcast on Instagram at the people's underscore pod on Twitter. And you'll find all the details for our giveaway. You definitely want to join because word up. It's like, like, why not? Even if you don't even listen to our podcast, which you probably should, because life. But and it's the shit word like you are now tuned in to the people's podcast show. (laughs) (laughs) But even if you don't listen to us, like this this package, this basket that we're we're giving away, like you could sell the shit in this basket, big facts, and make some fucking like you could do a flip. (laughs) Like Like, we trying to help y'all out on some real shit. No dead ass. So like you definitely want to follow us at the people's podcast at the people's underscore pod on Twitter. 
because you're going to want to be you got to be in it to win it that's Thanks. how a lot of me works and it's it? free to enter you just got to do a couple things we'll give you right. all the details uh right, right, right. on sunday so right, right, right so with that being said episode 24 of the people's podcast um thank you all for tuning in this week we will see you next week some of you are probably catching up because episode 23 came out like two days ago (laughs) but it's fine it's fine like we'll see you guys soon thank you all for tuning in episode 24 we'll see you later bye 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 see you next week